welcome back everybody uh, for our Tuesday edition of this Christmas special series we're doing. Uh, today we are talking about the newly released Godmothered on Disney+. Plus. Now when I suggested we do this movie, I thought it was a Christmas movie. Um, I mean, it in the really isn't. <laughs> yeah. So in the uh, description, it says that it's a Christmas movie. That's uh, why I was like, oh, okay, cool. New Christmas movie. This should be fun. <laughs> I don't entirely agree with it being considered a Christmas movie, but I mean, it is what it is. It takes place, I'm guessing, in December. It could have been January. I don't know. But like, they, it has nothing to do with Christmas like at all. I think they mentioned like Christmas because isn't that why the girl's supposed to be singing at the thing? Isn't that supposed to be like a Christmas party or something? Oh, that could be. I thought it was just like a school play type of thing. I don't know, but I didn't really pay attention that well to that part. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, well, so for those of you who haven't heard of this movie or haven't watched it yet, just a brief rundown. This is a pretty simple, um, pretty simple story. A fairy godmother is in school and they realize or school for fairy godmothers and they realize that um, if someone doesn't take a case to be a fairy godmother soon, they're going to close up shop and all become tooth fairies instead of fairy godmothers. So she finds an old case and takes it, finds out the 10 year old she thought was she was going to help find happily ever after, which is a weird age to find your happily ever after is actually a 40-year-old lady with two children and um, a uh, – she's a widow. Yeah, there we go. That's yeah. the word. Yep, so that's your story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, I thought this was – I didn't like this movie. I thought it was going to be a lot better than it was because I really like the two main actresses in the movie. I really like Jillian Bell from – I like her stuff in Workaholics. I think she's funny. She was in uh, uh, 22 Jump Street, funny in that. And then there was one other thing that I just rem uh, remember she was in that I really liked her in. I couldn't think of anything. I, I mean, I know I've seen her in stuff and she's always good, but um, I I love her in Workaholics and then I couldn't remember anything after that. But She's been in a bunch of stuff recently, but like I was like, oh, she's really funny. It's going to be a good movie. And then yeah. I really like, uh, I think her name's Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher, yeah. She's, I, I mean, really she's like always great. She's yeah. not Amy Adams. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is going to be a funny movie. It's going to be a good story. But then right when it starts off, was it just me or did this feel like a Disney Channel, like original movie to you, like in the beginning? Um, yes. Yeah, because well, the way it's set up is like there's a narrator and then it shows like, I think they called it the motherland where the yeah. uh, godmothers come from. Which that whole setting there like felt like a Disney Channel original movie. And I was like, right away, I'm like, this is going to be garbage. <laughs> and then but, uh, the rest of the movie after that, it felt like a Hollywood production. It felt fine besides the beginning. And I was like, oh, okay, it's okay. It's not as good as I was, like, I was, like, I was expecting, but it could have been the entire thing <laughs> just felt like someone had the idea to remake elf with a female and then they're like oh we don't want to be too obvious let's make it a godmother but then yeah. like they don't go into detail at all about the godmothers because then they're like like in the beginning of the story they're telling you the story and then they go but we everyone already knows that story so i'm not even going to go into detail but i'm like what story am i missing here i know a godmother from cinderella yeah 
that's the only one. Well, no, there's also the one in Shrek. So, but like, still with those <laughs> with those godmothers, we have no story about or like back history and what godmothers are supposed to be. So then, like, just assuming we know all of this, I'm like that that doesn't make any sense. One complaint I had was I didn't I couldn't understand who the audience for this movie was. I didn't know if it was supposed to be for kids or is this movie for adults? Because there's scenes in the movie like uh so after they get the viral video yeah from them sledding they get the video goes popular and they're like oh good we have job security now they go to like a bar to celebrate like so you compare this movie to elf elf really didn't have that he got tricked into drinking uh what he thought was syrup in his coffee <laughs> but the, for the most part you don't see him like just drinking at a bar like this uh this one went the complete opposite way I felt this one was way more aimed at adults at some points, and then the rest of the movie was aimed at kids. And I'm like, I don't know who the audience was. It was like a weird mix between like your audience is adults, but then also like your audience is like three year olds, but then also your audience is like 12 year olds. And I get that uh, a lot of times in like kids' movies, they throw in stuff for adults. Yeah. But not. I would I wouldn't say that's what you're throwing in. Yeah. You're, most of the time they throw in, they make the story a little better. Like add more details where the adults are like, "Oh, okay, I'm glad that they added this," or like a funny joke here and there that right. kids won't get. But like this one didn't do that. They're like, "Oh, we're just gonna add a bunch of stuff for adults." It just felt like they didn't know what direction they wanted to take it, and what who, they didn't know who they wanted their audience to be. So they were like, "Our audience is everyone," by making a really inconsistent movie. So and then like a lot. <laughs> A lot of times, like, the jokes in the movie, I don't think were funny. Like, they didn't land very well. Like, uh, I have, like, two examples right off the top of my head. When she was trying to turn her, like, puffy coat into, like, a ball gown and turn into, like, a puffy coat gown. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if this is supposed to be funny or if this is supposed to be dumb. I know. But- I watched the entire movie, and it's almost two hours. Yeah. And... uh. I laughed one time and I don't even remember what I laughed at. Cause it wasn't like, it was funny, but it wasn't like funny enough how, to even remember. The only part that I can remember that it was funny is when uh, she, when they tell her to go, just go eat all the food and come back and tell her which one's the best. And she comes back and she's having like an allergic reaction and they have to stab her with an EpiPen and she like freaks out and like shoots the uh, like magic fireworks into the sky. Yeah. I thought that part was funny. But then the rest of it, I'm like, yeah, this is dumb. <laughs> But also, like, I don't know, there's there's a lot of inconsistencies as far as, like, the magic even goes. Because on some parts, you're supposed to use your wand with a spell. But then other parts, your wand just knows what to do without you having to say yeah. anything. So, it's, I mean, it's it's really inconsistent that way. And then uh, she mentions, like, getting the, uh, uh, where, where she tried to, she says that she tried turning the dog into, like, a forest animal, a woodland critter to help oh, yeah. out with the household chores. And she came up with a pig. And then she's like, I also have a raccoon over there going to sweep because you don't like give the raccoon big tasks. And then later in the movie, they show the raccoon doing other stuff. I'm like, these are bigger tasks than just sweeping. <laughs> so I was like, you're not very consistent with that part. And then later they show the dog come back into the house. I'm like, where's the pig from then? Like, they don't explain that. They said that the pig was the dog, but then. Yeah, exactly. But- then the dog showed up and the pig's there too. And they're like, oh, now we have a dog and a pig. I'm like, where did the pig come from then? That's why I don't know. I've, I'm 
a little bit frustrated because I really I when I saw that this movie had come out, I looked forward to it because I again I like um Isla Fisher and uh Jillian whatever Bell. her last name is. Yeah, Jillian Bell. I I think they're both great actresses. Yeah. Um this movie fell flat and yeah. I expected more from like the production value is great in this movie and it feels, and when, when you watch it, it's not any more enjoyable than the majority of the Hallmark Christmas movies that are out now, because yeah. right now we have such an abundance of Christmas movies. And so many of them are just garbage that don't even try to be like a good Christmas movie. And this, like, it's not bad, but it, it falls short and it's very, um, it's it's not like entertaining and it doesn't like keep your attention. It's not exciting. It's not awful, but it's not something I'll ever watch again. It's not something that even kept the interest of my five or three year old. So one thing I didn't get is I didn't, did you see any marketing for this movie before it just popped up on Disney Plus? I think the week of I saw some stuff. I was gonna, I, I was gonna say I I don't think I've ever seen any pictures on the internet, any like trailers for this. I just saw it popped up on Disney Plus. I'm like, oh, a new movie. Yeah. So then I clicked on it. I was like, oh, this is a brand new movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Because then I was like, well, I don't know if this was supposed to go to theaters and then, or if this was made specifically for Disney Plus. Because if it was, that explains a little bit more of the Hallmark uh, Disney Channel original movie feel of it not being as good as like a theater type movie. Because if, this, what- if you think. If you think this movie was supposed to go to theaters, you would expect a lot more quality out of it. Yeah. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Say hi, Uncle Logie Bear. Hi. Hi, Uncle Logie Bear. Hi. All right. Sorry. Uh, for those of you who are watching, I have my one-year-old son with me now. Let's continue. <laughs> okay, uh, I was going to say one thing I did like is the cast. Uh, it was nice to see other actors that I recognize, like smaller actors. Like there's uh, the waitress and another uh, character. I can't remember her name. From Artemis. It's always happy Philadelphia. Who? Artemis. Uh, I didn't, couldn't remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, when they popped up, I'm like, oh, okay, that's uh, nice. And then uh, the Indian boss for uh, at the news station. He's also another movie with Jillian Bell that she did recently where she runs a marathon. Oh, really? Yeah. So right when I recognized him, I was like, oh, okay. It's nice to see them bringing other actors that they worked with before to their movies. Right. But for the most part, I'm sitting there. I'm like, besides that, I'm like waiting for the jokes. And like a lot of it, oh, excuse me. A lot of it wasn't funny. Like uh, the scene where she's in the bathroom at the office Christmas party and she turns her dress. I thought she was going to finally get like cause it's closer to the end of the movie. So I thought she was finally going to get, get her spell right and make it a nice dress so that she could go and dance or kiss the prince for the movie, her yeah. coworker. And she turned it into an old like 1800 style dress. And I was like, that's, I get, I know it's supposed to be a joke, but I'm like, this is just stupid. You're clearly I, the thing is like not even the end of the movie. And I'm like, why don't you just try making it like a good ending instead of just be like, oh look, we showed up, we all showed up at our daughter's singing show, and she does good because we are all here. That's why that's like how- the, the the whole movie had a lot of like little things that didn't make sense. Like 
the turning it into the old dress that's mildly funny but like at the same time the dress didn't look terrible her hair looked terrible the hair was the dumb part but also like are we saying that uh her character is that old that this is the only reference she has well i'm thinking is uh, i know that because she also mentions earlier in the movie that the best way to travel is by turning a pumpkin into a carriage yeah, and I know that they're making a bunch of references to like Cinderella, and that's why all the older uh, other, because she's like the only young uh, godmother. All the other ones are old, right? And they've mentioned that they've been doing it for a long time. She's the only one that's ever taken an assignment, and uh, they've all accepted. Oh, okay, we're just gonna become tooth fairies. We don't care. And she's like, No, I want to be a godmother. I've been training this whole time to be a godmother, so she's been training with all their knowledge of when they were godmothers it's the last time they took cases so i'm guessing that's why she'd be like oh we gotta turn a pumpkin into a carriage you gotta uh make her have a ball gown that looks all old i think the pumpkin into carriage thing is like the only thing that i'm like you know i appreciate that i feel like there's so many little things in this movie that i'm like this is uh it just falls flat but that one didn't necessarily fall flat i liked that one I like um, that that scene when she first arrives and she like destroys all those pumpkins, and then yeah. they keep referencing it later in the movie, and they're like, "We think it was a bunch of witches or uh, hocus pocus happened to that uh, pumpkin field." And I'm like, yeah, "Those are nice, like it's a yeah. funny like reference back to it." But for the most part, I'm like, "This movie does it have anything interesting about it that makes me want to watch this instead of any other Christmas movie?" The thing is, like those little references to the pumpkins that should be like a funny thing that happens to be in the movie. Not, not like the best part of the movie. Yeah. Like how, um, if you watch, I mean, a lot of comedies will have this where they'll have like an ongoing thread or whatever that is kind of just happening in the background. This should be that where it's comical happening in the background. You don't really think about it until you rewatch the movie five or six times, but this is like the best part of the movie. Um, but that brings me back to like, the the fact there's a lot of little inconsistencies with the the godmother land where like they're living in old times of 1699 and we're gonna play 1699 hits but then they have electricity and a record player it doesn't make sense like none of that stuff existed in 1699 and then because there's not really i get like who the villain for the movie i guess is her boss but then also like the fairy godmother boss because she wants to bring her back. But her being the bad guy doesn't really play a role into the last like 10 minutes of the movie where she shows up and she's like, no, you're coming back. I've never lost a fairy godmother. We don't care if you get the happy ever after that you're trying to get. I'm like, it's the end of the movie. Where and, have you been this entire time? Yeah, and she's not even like... The, the idea of there even being a villain in this movie ended up being so anticlimactic. It was basically pointless. Because you could have ended it without that. You could have just ended it. Okay, yeah, yeah we got our happy ending with the, uh, she's happy with her kids. You could have just ended it there and she showed back up to very, uh, the to Godmother Land. And then they would have been like, oh, good job. You did it. You, you completed your first case. And we could just stay Godmothers for now. Yeah. We're going to have to do another case in like two years, though, for our sequel movie. They could have set it up like that. But <laughs> instead, they're like, we don't care if you get it done. I'm now the bad guy. I'm going to bring you back. I'm like, where was this the whole movie? Because she kept getting warnings. You only have two more days to get this done. But it wasn't even from the bad guy. It was from like 
her roommate friend. And then, like, kept building it up as her being the bad guy. But then, like, she didn't really do anything other than, like, telling you she's going to be the bad guy. All, I, all The whole time, every time she'd pop up, I'm like, oh, okay. This is a nice nod to Coneheads. <laughs> but then I was like, I don't care about like, the rest of the movie. Because all I think about every time you come on screen is, oh, okay. I remember you from Coneheads. Honestly, so much of the writing of this movie just felt like a bad elf knockoff. And then even like the fact that they were, uh, she was working in a news station just felt like the, whoever wrote this movie was just a big Will Ferrell fan. And yeah. then, and so it just all feels like a bit bad Will Ferrell knockoff. I mean, it was nice to see a new Christmas movie. That's not like one of those Hallmark garbage movies, yeah. but it wasn't, I'm not going to say I'm going to watch it again because it wasn't good enough to watch twice. I tried watching it twice because I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be a good movie. I'll watch it twice. The first time I just enjoy it. The second time I'll take notes. Yeah. So I watched it once and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I watched this twice. But then I tried to watch it again last night and I only got like halfway through. I was like, I don't want to watch the rest of this. So I probably won't watch it ever again. But it was, it's a nice movie, I guess. There's it's, parts that are cool. It's weird because it's not bad, like I said, but it's not like, it's not going to keep your interest. It's not going to keep your attention. It's not super entertaining at all. But again, it's not the worst movie. There's, hundreds of others that are way worse and um i mean the thing is there's there's so many little things about it that like even the sisters in the movie don't look like sisters yeah and they don't even look like they could be isla fisher's kids and the thing is it's weird because if you've not watched noel with anna kendrick which is also a disney plus christmas movie that came out last year that one's done it's not the best christmas movie um but it's significantly better and more enjoyable than this one. It's one that okay. I've watched multiple times. But it that's why it's weird though, because it's like this a lot of these streaming services, their content is inconsistent with the quality. Um where like some of it will be theatrical, high budget quality, and then some of it will feel more like a Hallmark or Disney Channel original, or even worse, if you've seen some of the some of the stuff that Netflix has put out is fantastic. And then some of it's just garbage. So it's weird how inconsistent a lot of these streaming services are. Like you don't know what to expect. Like uh, I was going to say, Disney already proven that with how good of a show the Mandalorian is. But then if you watch some of their other stuff, you're like, why did you make this? Like I get the ideas good behind it, but then like the quality of like the production and just the outcome of it falls flat. And I'm like, not worth watching, especially yeah. how long this movie was. That's why at this point, the only Disney chan- Disney Plus stuff that I've watched is The Mandalorian and then um, this movie and uh, the Noel movie. Okay. And then I was going to watch um, Black Beauty with Ava and then she watched it without me. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched it, it's not necessarily worth like don't don't go out of your way to make it happen. If it was only like an hour and a half, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, check it out. They probably could have trimmed some stuff out of this to make it flow a little better and a better movie. But for it being two hours, it feels like two hours. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I wouldn't recommend watching it to anybody. <laughs> the thing is, I think it's a little less than two hours, and it feels like it's a little longer than two hours. So yeah, if you've not watched it, don't feel like. You need to go out of your way to make it happen. Um, it's it's not a terrible movie. It's a Christmas movie, kind of. 
it's about as much of a Christmas movie as Jurassic World. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and then for those of you watching or listening, make sure to tune in again. We are doing um, a new Christmas movie every Tuesday and Friday for the month of December. All right, make sure to tune in this Friday. We are talking about Fred Claus, the classic Vince Vaughn Christmas film. All right, thanks.